Okay, so I feel like when we invented this segment of the show, people thought that it was like sort of a one-week gag, you know, maybe two weeks. It wasn't something we were serious about, mm, right? Like it was We're just, always serious. Well, here's the thing. We've never actually told a joke on the show, and everything we say is drop-dead serious. And with that, Laura, I present to you another thrilling installation of what the hell's going on down there? <laughs> because we've got more great news out of the great continent of Australia. Our friends to the south, as I like to call them. Um, And here we go. This is from The Guardian. Um, The article reads, Literary agent ordered to pay $500,000 to Australian author Kate Morton after lawsuit loss. So, a lot going on here. You're going to see. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready to be bathed in this craziness. (laughs) Well, so there's one bit of this. There's one. I'm going to read to you this very brief article. But there's one bit of it. That I think is going to really make you need to like take a lap. Because <laughs> I know it did for me. Okay, but here we go. So, internationally best-selling Australian author Kate Morton has fended off a lawsuit by her former literary agent, who instead has to pay the writer more than five hundred thousand dollars. That's Whew. first of all, that's a great. That's. It's really hard to imagine getting owned. More than trying to sue for millions of dollars. And then having to pay half a mil. And instead being asked to pay half a mil. But to continue, Selva Anthony sued the author in the New South Wales Supreme Court, claiming she was entitled to be paid 15% commission on all royalties earned from Morton's first six published books for the life of each work. So you're probably wondering at this point, Laura. Yeah. Well, this is a very easily resolvable manner. All they would have to do is just simply reference the, the paperwork. Correct. But, let's, but so let's keep reading. <clears throat> Morton's cross-claim arose out of Anthony's conduct in relation to negotiation of world's right publishing agreements. In a 248-page judgment delivered on Monday, Justice Julie Ward dismissed Anthony's claim and partly upheld the cross-claim, ordering the agent to pay the money plus interest. Costs will be determined next year. Here we go. So apparently they separated in uh, late 2015, And here we go. This is the sentence. Are you ready? She contended that, in accordance with her usual practice, she had an oral agency agreement with Morton made during a March 2002 phone conversation that she would receive the commission for the life of the books. So, oral agreement um, as a legal binding document. How are you feeling about that? Uh, Very (laughs) negatively. Very um, negatively. You as think- you as if you are a uh, a longtime listener of Print Run, you will know that there is a certain literary agent who Eric and I have gotten into tiffs with before who uh, basically has defrauded authors by having verbal only agreements. So not I gr- not not great, not yeah, ideal. The verbal um, the verbal agreement to my mind it's nothing. Like, people are like, oh, we had an oral group. Like, to me, I hear that, and I think, well, that that isn't anything. That doesn't What it exist. says is, I that, was under the impression yeah. that I was going to be given something. Well, and so, yeah, exactly. And so here we go. Um, let's see. Yeah, they, um, they dispute. Of course, they dispute um, who was going to receive commission for what length of time because nothing was written down. Um, and so I guess, like, it's just one of those things that... 
you know, I, I, you know, I opened this article and I started reading. And again, my first instinct was like, this is a very basic, very basic situation. This is a problem that mm-hmm. would never, ever, um, would never come up with even just like a amateur amount of paperwork involved. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, it has now cost this woman not only the millions of dollars she felt she was owed, but she now is throwing back half a mil. Yep. Um, so yep. score one for documentation, folks. Yeah, and it's entirely her fault because here's the thing. Yep. like It is an industry standard to make... Fifteen percent on any book you sell. That is the funniest for part. the life. She could be right. of that book. She would have won. She would if she yes. had a basic operating agreement in place. Yeah. Because what she's asking for, you're, that's a, a really great point. She's asking for what is very standard practice. Not, her claim is not incorrect. Right. It's that she didn't write it down. What are you doing? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? What is going on down there, Eric? <laughs> That's how we should end the segment every time. Just sort of like a joint, like you like turn into the crowd, like the Price is Right or something, and like everybody yells, What's "What is going, going on, on down there?" <laughs> anyway, we should also say welcome to this episode of Print Run. My name is Eric Kane. With me, as always, is Laura Zatz. Say hello, Laura. Hello, everyone. It is the pits of December. Um, it is dark out. It's cold out. Um, I wore like three coats coming over here. Uh, <laughs> um, we are going to do um, really our favorite, one of our favorite yearly traditions, uh, the Print Run Holiday Gift Guide yep. today, um, yep. which is very exciting. Uh, we know that people listen to us for consumer decisions first and foremost, and that's what we're here to provide. Uh, before we get to any of that, though, um, how about the basic rundown? Yeah. So because it is the pits of December, yes, means it means that we are right in the throes of our special episodes this month. So the query show will be coming out this week. First pages will be coming out next week. And also right around Christmas, we will be dropping our third special episode. If you are a Patreon subscriber, our third special episode, folks. Mm hmm is going to be the Print Run December Holiday Party. And now a couple of you might be thinking, but Laura and Eric, isn't it just sad and lonely to have two people in a small recording room having a party? And I'd say to thee, nay, (laughs) it is going to be delightful. Mm -hmm. We will have mulled wine. Mm -hmm. We will have presents. Mm -hmm. We will have cookies. We will be talking about the the favorite books of the year. We will Mm -hmm. be talking about what we've learned. We'll be talking about how many pounds we've gained since the sun started to set at 4 30 very um, many is yeah the answer, the answer is i'm married now so it doesn't matter <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah. yes so it will be a ton of fun um you'll also kind of walk away with some some more know-how some editing tips some uh you know hopefully something good to take away it's gonna be um, a real hoot it will be a saying. hoot it will be so a if hoot. you're not signed up on patreon yet and you're enjoying the memes you're enjoying the season. You're having a good time editing your book along with the things we've been saying online. Um, now is a great time to join. And you know what, Eric? It's going to be more than a hoot. It's going to be a insert the loon call here, <laughs> which I don't actually know how to say in like normal like onomatopoeia, but we'll figure it out. On the episode, you know what we'll do, actually, because this is actually a funny story. Actually, it's not really a funny story at all, but it is a story. I definitely want to uh, hear it. My- <laughs> You built it so up so my, well. No, my grandfather, a lifelong Minnesotan, um, nearing 90 years old at this point. Um, shout out to Grandpa. Shout out to Grandpa. Um, he is a very adept loon caller. Really? Um, yeah, when he, he used to have a little cabin on a lake, and he would call out to the loons. He was very good at it, and they would kind of swim over. 
Um, so, and I, of course, as the heir to Grandpa's fortune, yeah. which it mostly consists of a loon call, um, <laughs> I, I now have. Wait, okay, I, so does he do it like with a, like a like a flute or like have, a? You're gonna have to tune in onto the eight dollar right. level of Patreon. <laughs> Man, I'll teach you how to call a damn bird. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway, so Should that is going to be this. coming. That is going to be coming on Patreon. Uh-huh. Head on over to patreon.com. Look up Print Run Podcast. Become a member because I know that I am on the edge of my seat to figure out how to make a loon call. <laughs> and I want you to also. Basically, it's like if you the aesthetic of that episode is going to be really fun, like office holiday party. You're, you're thinking of your office party. It sucks. All your coworkers you don't like, you have to be friendly with. You're, they're probably wearing an annoying sweater. Maybe they brought their families. You don't like your family. You didn't bring yours. None of this is good. You hate all of it. But what we're saying is that we're giving you an alternative. You can come to our holiday party. Yeah. It's Eric like, will definitely be wearing a sweater. Plus, you you can do it by sitting alone in your room with the recording, which is like <laughs> what the best of all the worlds. You get to drink and be a part of the party, and you don't actually have to look at anyone. Perfect. It's all anyone's ever wanted out of a holiday party, and we're here to offer it to I'm you. I'm so, so excited. <clears throat> I'm so excited. Okay, so yeah, check on check on out uh, Print Run on Patreon, and if you have any queries or first pages also, because that's Mm -hmm. also something we do, send them to us. We're at printrunpodcast at Mm gmail.com. Now, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay, so so talk talk to the people, talk to me, Mm -hmm. about your your theme this year. Okay, so again, what we're doing here is the the Print Run Holiday Gift Guide. Um, Third year running. (laughs) Man, we're old. Um, We've got like Man, yeah, I can't think about how long we've been doing this show at this point. Um, but holiday gift guide, which to me says giving gifts or making gift recommendations in line with the spirit of the show. At least that's how I took it. Mm-hmm. And I know we we've got some differing things <clears throat> here, but my thing was like for the the faithful print run listener, a member of the Loon Squad. So what would you what, what would, would you, you get another Loon yeah, exactly. Squad member? What would, yeah, exactly. That's kind of where I was okay. where I was with it. And so um yeah, now most of my gifts kind of revolve around that sort of aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um I know that yours are perhaps probably one better gifts because I'm an excellent gift you giver. You are and that's the thing. Like I am not I'm not an excellent gift giver. Laura. And I'm not really I've sort of the joy of like giving and receiving gifts has sort of like diminished over the last few years from just because like I don't know. I don't know what I want or need in terms of gifts and I'm bad at figuring it out for others. Now, the serious offense there obviously is not being a very good gift giver, which is something I think is a great quality in a person. Um, but maybe this is the year. Maybe with the help of our handy gift guide. Maybe. I, I can break out. Um, and so, so let's let's yeah. work through your insecurities with your own gift giving skills. That's the point of the podcast, folks. Work, <laughs> what <laughs> we just get on the air and work through my insecurities what? for forty five okay. minutes every so let's, Monday. Let's talk about yeah. let's talk about your gifts, and then uh-huh. we'll get into mine. But uh-huh. let's let's talk about yours first. So so what is your first recommendation for the good print runner? Okay, so the first thing we should say with this set of gifts is that. I wanted them to be kind of book themed, mm-hmm. right? But I really dislike most book kitsch, like the whole culture around like 
mugs and tote bags and stuff. Like, obviously, my whole list is like mugs and tote. Like, I mean, <laughs> look, just because I hate it doesn't mean I don't participate, which is something that should be like engraved on a plaque. We named this. Um, <laughs> we we like name this podcast not after the mug, but like our our loon mm-hmm. is directly pulled from one of the mugs that Eric yeah. owns. Um, that was shaped like so Loon. kitsch rules the day we exist yeah. because of kitsch um but that isn't to say i like it but so i was thinking the first basically the idea behind this first one was what is a book themed gift that i would actually in my heart want and be excited to receive first edition of the yiddish <laughs> policeman's union someone actually gave that to me once oh. um my my beautiful wife gave me that one year uh for christmas and it was very lovely anyway <clears throat> So I'm thinking, first of all, shirts. I'm thinking book shirts. Ah, uh, right? okay. Because you need a good tea. You need yeah. a good. You need a good book shirt, and you've seen those ones. You need to cover like, your pasty belly. You just gotta cover yourself up. Yeah, <laughs> and but, but like, so you can get. Maybe you've seen them in our in like the bookstore near me. You can go in and. There are T-shirts with various book covers or author, you know, stuff. Yeah, the on the out of print book yeah, T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Like that's kind of like a thing now. And I sp- I've spent a lot of time looking at those shirts and seeing what book would I ever possibly feel comfortable walking around on my chest with. Yeah. And the answer is incredibly short, and there isn't really one. And then in addition to that, like most old books, you know, like they're all probably problematic in some way. Like you start wandering around with whoever it is. And it's like suddenly you're inviting in all sorts of connotations that you don't really want, mm. except except for one book shirt I saw. And it remains to this day. I saw it many, many months ago. But I've decided it's the one book shirt that no one could possibly disagree with. It's the one book you can't ever possibly cancel. Okay. <clears throat> and that is a book shirt with a very hungry caterpillar on it. Accurate. Right? Accurate. And I would, I would absolutely wear that shirt. And He's so, just so, a big boy. He's just a big hungry boy. So I was just thinking, like, if I were trying to express myself in today's literary world, the only way I could think to do it is with an Eric Carle drawing on yeah. the front, because that's the safe. That's the only safe option at this mm-hmm. point. You're getting canceled otherwise. Yeah. You're not, you're not canceling me or my caterpillar. <laughs> Come so try it. <laughs> if you if you are a print run listener and would like to purchase Eric Don't do a it. shirt already... of the very hungry caterpillar, uh, DM me and Don't work do on it, it because. With you. Only because a listener was already nice enough to buy me a shirt that one what, time. You Remember wear that? shirts every day of the week, right? But and I love that shirt, but I would feel I would feel excessive receiving another shirt. All right, um, well, but you know. So I also <laughs> put a shirt onto my list. We've got another shirt. Yeah. Okay. So specifically, it's like customized fan wear. Because I've kind of taken your thoughts and have taken them one step farther because I, too, am unsatisfied with the bulk of the, like, licensed fan T-shirts. It's crap, yeah. Like, you know, like the, the Hot Topic Harry Potter thing <laughs> and the and the out of print and the and the, the one, the lit, lithograph that does, like, the, the words of the book in tiny little letters that are in the shape of a, like, a shape of an image, right? Like, all of those feel to me a little played out. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking back to one of my favorite things in the whole world, which is when a, like somebody kind of goes, goes off the deep end on Twitter, Mm -hmm. specifically thinking back to Essie Hinton, who famously wrote The Outsiders, which is, according to scholars, one of three accepted start dates to the YA genre. Mm. Um, And a young teen reader 
wrote to Essie Hinton saying, hey, I read these characters as queer. Yes. Just like me. Uh, did you mean that? And then Essie Hinton went went bonkers <laughs> and basically like attacked this poor queer mm-hmm. teenager uh-huh. and basically proved herself to be very, very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I did is I made for myself a gold sparkly tank top that is a play on the famous line from that book, which is Stay Gold, Pony Boy. Uh-huh. And I then changed it to Stay Gay, Pony Boy. Yeah. And made a shirt of it. And I very much enjoy wearing that shirt out in public. It seems like other people would, too. Other yeah. people would, too. Um, and I could probably put it up for sale. But here's the thing. On, like, Etsy.com. Uh-huh. Or, like, Redbubble or whatever, but, like, mostly, like, Etsy.com. That's where I get all of my personalized clothing for me and for others. Um, You can just, like, go to one of the many, many, many personalized clothing listings and pick your, like, punny, like, specific fandom thing. Or your, you know, your significant other, your best friend, your parent, your whatever can do this and make you a fun... Uh, a fun little bit of customized fan wear. There you have it. That's not made by Hot Topic. Okay, so that is a that is a. I would actually say that both of the things we've like. I feel like when we were kind of designing the segment, we were planning to, you know, there were going to be some gags in there, you know. But like both of these gifts so far, both are both shirts that I think people would want, you know. Yeah. Um. And so my question to you before we move on to the post shirt segment of this of this show, um, what book? would you get on a shirt? Like, if you had to, like, put one that you just wore around. Like, Minnesota State Fair, you've got to wear a book. You know, that's where I picture people wearing their dumbest shirt. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, so we're buying <laughs> so, we're buying book shirts and wearing them, them to the fair this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel, I feel like I would wear a fair number of book shirts um, if I was feeling really pretentious and my, um, my tattoos were hidden. I would probably have like uh, an art, like art that was based off of like a Shakespeare play. I would definitely have like Frankenstein, just because mm. Mary Shelley's a badass. We haven't canceled Frankenstein for any reason yet. Why do I no. feel like we've there's been some like controversy around that? Am I making that up? Um, you think that because everybody keeps like discovering <laughs> metal as hell information about Mary Shelley. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, yeah she's amazing. I love yeah. her. Um, I would also probably wear a shirt of one of my favorite books of all time, which is A Proud Taste for Scarlet and Miniver by E.L. Konigsberg, which oh is a middle grade novel. Oh my. Um, that's yeah. quite the middle grade novel title. I know. It's about Eleanor of Aquitaine, who is the first um, unlikable character that I ever met mm-hmm. in my reading life. And it made a distinct impression on me because she did all these bad things, but was like really, really smart. And like the men around her couldn't take it. And mm. she just like did it anyway. And there you have it. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I would wear a fair number. Okay. A fair number. Okay. So you're ready for my next thing? Yes. So I was also thinking about the the lithograph design, um, and I guess I was thinking less shirts, but like you know how they make those like framed pictures, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like where it's like like the leaves of grass, right? Like and you've got like this beautiful like grass design, and it's got like all of like Walt Whitman's words like running through the grass. You know, it's like very small set font, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing, 
right? Well, I was thinking like book people love that kind of stuff. But again, I don't really need a book displayed in my home in that way. In all of its textual entirety because you're never going to read it. Right. Yeah. But I was thinking, okay, what do I need displayed in all of its textual entirety in a lithograph, you know, form that could be look elegant, make for a good conversation piece. And that is, of course, a full transcription of all of Joyce Carol Oates' tweets. (laughs) I would... (laughs) What I would like is for a very artful, I don't know what the object would be. That's the one thing I can't decide on. It's like, because, you know, it's like a picture from afar, right? Like is it like, I, a, like a torch? Yeah. And like a <laughs> yeah. like a torch and a bunch of like, like a a townsmen? Tor- yeah. <laughs> a p- it's a pitchfork. Um, <laughs> and, you know, what I want, and like, and you like go up and you inspect it at the, at the dinner party that you're hosting, you know, and you like, show, come look at my, come look at my fine lithographs. Mm-hmm. And... If you like zero in on the really specific part, you know, right in the middle there, oh, there, there's the ISIS tweet, right, there, <laughs> right there, there's the Triceratops, um, and I think that that, I mean, I was kind of, I spent all day, I was like, what do I actually want a lithograph of? Because that's like the class again, like I hate book gifts. That's the other thing. It's like this is the time of year, especially in circles, like beyond just like giving each other books, this kind of stuff, in its normal form, kind of like drives me up a wall, but. You have to find alternatives. You have to find a way to work within the form we're given. And to me, nothing speaks to the importance of literary culture like the um, unhinged tweets of someone who should have logged off literally decades ago. Yeah, so, that's great. Um, that <laughs> That's my next contribution. Someone can make that. Um, that's like another it. one of those custom things where we're going to need someone to just like... I'm hoping we've got some crafty people who listen to this show, yeah. you know, and they can like execute our horrific visions for art. Yeah. You know? If you wanted to have a more positive version of what Eric is talking about, we could yeah. have like a nice thumbs up that's oh. in the shape of all of like Shea Serrano's like motivational Some, yeah, tweets. Yeah, yeah, that would be funny. Yes, yeah, so anything like that would be good. Or, you know, basketball or whatever. Whatever it is. Whatever. Um. Okay, well, what do you got? What's next? Well, okay, so I was thinking in terms of you know, I was more looking at, you know, what would a what would a print run listener li- like want, right? But it made me start to think about books for not just readers, not just writers, not just people who work in publishing, but people who are kind of like involved in the book culture mm-hmm. in whatever way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I think it's pretty obvious what people get writers, right? You know, you get them subscriptions to various online or writing tools. You get them nice pens. You get them, like, Mm -hmm. whatever, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that that's very boring because it's, like, it's, like, the work version of somebody giving you socks. I just, yes, you're totally right. And I just hate what what I get so sick of with this stuff is like this idea that every gift we have to be give is like this announcement of like I'm a writer. Right? I'm a reader. It's just like who <laughs> So I'm Man. also so yeah. I'm also living in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um specifically in an are. area that is highly Scandinavian. Mm-hmm. Um and so the idea of if if you're, you know, interested in lifestyle anything uh in the last several years, you have you've become acquainted with the idea of Huga. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. Which is yep. spelled, just in case you never heard it said out loud before, <laughs> it's H-Y-G-G-E. Uh-huh. Um, and Huga is 
a a term very excited that, for this explanation yes so yeah. it is it is a term that basically can't be directly translated into english but it but it comes with this idea of coziness mm-hmm. right like it's kind of it's kind of a feeling it's it's an it's an emotional spiritual place of coziness it's gonna be really funny when you recommend a flask here in a second but actually i didn't put that on there but i should have um, Continue though. And so one thing that I realized is as somebody who reads and has always read, as somebody who works in publishing and Mm -hmm. is for a very long time, Mm -hmm. um, book publishing is just like people who are focused on Huga, but with like more complaining also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so my I have a suite of recommendations and they're all related to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, for example, you know, the lame version of like everybody like get a writer like a writing theme mug because isn't it so funny that, you know, writers drink coffee. Yeah. Well, the Huga version of that is an electric tea kettle, mm. because what that means is that when you're cozy at home, you can like heat up water really quickly and make that easy Mac. Mm-hmm. You can heat up water really quickly and make tea or French press coffee. You can heat up that water and, you know do a bunch of other stuff with it and so it's like an ease and it's like warm and cozy and fuzzy it's important to try as little as possible correct and the the electric tea kettle does offer that opportunity i will say that i've been making a lot of tea lately Mm. um, in my house yeah and i probably burn my hand on the kettle so remember, like three or four times a week at this point. Like remember I, you know. when, right before this episode, I wanted to give you my old electric tea kettle so that I could have tea on the go whenever I came over, yeah. and you were like, "I don't know if I'm ever going to use that. I don't know if I'm going to need that." Yeah, sounds like you need it. I probably do. Need I'm sending it, it home with you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Fine. So you that's pawn off your crap on me. That's the point of holidays. <laughs> anyway. Um, so that's the first one. Um. The next thing I have is, you know, like in the in the Huga mode, mm-hmm. it's like a suite of slippers. Uh, so when I say a suite, I mean, like you want your it's really fucking cold outside slippers. Yeah. And then you want your, you know, I just want to wear slippers because it feels like you're walking on rainbows and rabbits. Mm-hmm. And then like your ones for just like. Just, you know, to wear when it's warmer outside. So you need, like, levels. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like how in Minnesota you have levels of winter coats. Yeah. Um, You need levels of slippers. I also highly recommend what I term in my own life my editing hoodie, um, which is a specific garment that's, you know, you have an editing sweater. Yeah. Right? Like, it's your cardigan with the big hole in the elbow. Yeah. Like, this is a specific (laughs) piece. We did not have to bring up the hole in the elbow. I love the whole. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Um, So it's a specific like garment that you put on and it's cozy and it's comfortable. The thing about my editing hoodie is that it has a really, really big hood. So you can like cover your face like you wearing horse blinders. so You don't get distracted (laughs) by like the television or whatever. But you're also like not going to overheat because it's really important that you're still able to wear your editing hoodie in the summer. You know, I've been having a real existential crisis with that, though, because um, like red sofa just gave us like merch yeah right? and so like even as you we have speak, a hoodie i'm wearing my officially branded licensed agenting hoodie. sweatshirt yeah you know it's like very much it's like weird because it's like company clothing so i feel very official when i wear it but also it's like 
what a teenager wears to English class. Like, yeah. you can't, like, wear this somewhere. Like, it's not an adult. You wore it to my house. It's, this is definitely <laughs> a destination. It's not an adult's garment, you know? Like, um, but I do wear it around my house. I feel like, a, you know, like someone who's got to, like, like, if you picture, like, a mechanic with, like, his customized shirt and it says like you know bill like in like (laughs) like it's like it's like that kind of thing for me it makes me feel very so i was never on a team sport as mm -hmm, an athlete when i was when i was in high school or junior high or anything and one thing that i wanted more than anything in the world that i was never ever ever able to get eric was a sweatshirt or a jacket with my last name on it yeah across the shoulders yeah I never had that, and it's something that, like, I honestly still have such a yearning for. And, like, now I can just, like, get it. Yeah. But it's not... It's not the same. I don't... Like, yeah, it's not the same, because I wanted it then. I've got a lot of, like, sweatshirts that say Hane on the back from sports. <sighs> See, I played yeah. a lot of sports. Yeah. I just, like did fencing and so we didn't have like a school fencing yeah. team so i didn't have school sweat anyway moving on. moving on all right are we ready for my next thing yes <clears throat> so it's the end of the year um there are people are traveling around they're trying to wrap things up um to come to you know to make 2018 to wrap put a bow on it as one might say mm. in this present wrapping season if you like it, uh, <laughs> then you should have put a bow on it. Something to that effect. Yeah. And I will just say that that usually involves a highly, you know, invasive amount of work emails. Yeah. Right? We're all just checking in on each other. We're all just trying to wrap things up. We're all trying to get that last little thing done before we disappear into the void of the holiday and into 2019. And so what I suggest is rather than having a, you know, rather than sending another email, that has some annoying platitude about how you're like just circling back yep. or whatever it is. Find stationery mm. with these platitudes written on them in beautiful script. Beautiful. You could have like a nice cream stationery with the top that says something like touching base <laughs> or checking in or my my personal favorite will always be that someone is just circling back on this. Like we've got oh, like yeah. a big wagon. Oh train. no, but but at the beginning it needs to say I hope you're doing well. Oh, yeah. No, I, <laughs> every time I send one of these emails, the biggest thing I can't, I decide to do in trying to make myself not sound like a, just an absolute psychopath is figuring out which sentences have exclamation points mm. after them. Do you ever do yep, that? Yeah, all like, the time. Because you, you open with some stupid greeting like, oh, I hope the week finds you well. And then you close with like a best wishes, you know. And for me, it's, a, it's like a battle to not just come across like a screeching like – animal <laughs> so i i sign all of my emails cheers because it seems peppy oh yeah cheers but, is good but, but it's with also, no yeah. but with no yeah. exclamation point yeah yeah it's good but i, I like the personalized note well so you see that's the thing it's like how much better if someone were actually just circling back with a handwritten note do you know what it could be yeah. it could just be like you know how secretaries have the little like i missed you phone call yeah, kind of pads those, where right, they like yeah. check like yeah. you know the missed call right and there's a selection for like what wants a return call like mm-hmm. doesn't want like whatever whatever mm-hmm. and like that but for check-ins you can be like just circling back have you read this have you done this do i need to send you any like boom 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 you just check yeah. it and send it. Yeah. Beautiful. So this is good. It's just it offers a classier way to irritate the hell out of each other. That's nice. Which is like basically what book publishing is That's at nice. this point. Um yeah. Um so next on my in my journey of Huga, 
I like that you're on this like wellness journey over there, and all of my stuff. It's been is, a hard year, Eric. And my stuff is like sarcastic shit that no one would ever want. I'm a mother now. <laughs> oh, you are. I have a dog. You do have a dog. The dog is great. Yeah, I liked meeting so the dog. So definitely, dog is on the list. Yeah. Um, and if you really want to give somebody good, like give them all of my moose tweets mm-hmm. because moose is a gem and she's perfect and she's my favorite thing in the entire universe. Um, but besides Moose, because you can't give her to anybody because she's mine. Um, I have also like moving into a little bit more of like the self-care version of Huga. Like so, for example, and these are directly related to all of the things that I have in my life that I love and mm-hmm. have discovered in this year of our Lord 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, lubricant eye drops, blue light glasses <laughs> and wrist bracers. To wear while you sleep or while you're on the computer. Tell me about tell me about the wrist bracers. Okay, so like you know, like as a millennial, sometimes you like spend too much time on your phone or you spend too much time like scrolling on yeah. your computer. Yeah. And like your hands hurt. Mm-hmm. Like your wrist and your like tendons hurt. What an absolutely boring dystopia we live in, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> yes, I know the feeling well. Yep. So if you wear a brace that stabilizes your wrist and specifically your thumb while either you're using the computer or you're sleeping, mm-hmm. it'll not hurt as much or at all. And you're able to continue your logged on life pain free. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. That's perfect. Um, yeah. So I, I specifically, you know, have one always in my computer bag just in case. Mm-hmm. Usually I break it a lot more in winter than in summer. Don't ask me why. Uh, it's probably because I can't like do fun things outside because it gets dark at 430 and it's like negative zero out there. Um, eye drops is for like making sure that your eyes are lubricated so you don't get like you don't get tension headaches. So when and you're you don't, scrolling, all when of you're this scrolling. is designed around being yeah. able to stay on the internet yeah. as much as possible. And blue light glasses will yeah. filter the blue light from your screen, which will make it easier easier for you to transition from being logged on to being asleep. And those are the only two states of being yeah. at this point. Related um, to that, I also have like <laughs> AirPods, you know, like or they don't need to be branded AirPods, but yeah. like. And this is something that I'm getting for uh-huh. the holidays, which I'm super jazzed about. Um, but yeah, like cordless Bluetooth headphones so that you can like run, you know, you can be listening, you you have your headphones in and then, you know, run up and go get your coffee or, you know, run to the bathroom and you don't need to like take your earbuds out and you don't need to worry about them being tangled. My cats won't eat them. Yeah. Stuff like that. Very practical. What so else do you have? So the last thing on my list of things I feel that people should be aware of this holiday season, mm. Laura, is and I, w- I want to just take a moment to mention the good folks at Super America. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about the gift cards they've got, folks. They're giving out. You can go and you can buy for a loved one. You can go right into the gas station. You can and buy then, it for yourself. And, and Or you can just get it for yourself for a later date. But you can go in there and you can just, you know, Basically, you can give someone else the gift of this 24-ounce horrible latte creation I make once a week. Hashtag when I come, Supermoms. When I come over here, along with my giant Kit Kat. Um, and the point is that everyone deserves the gift of Supermoms coffee. And also, please fucking sponsor us. I tweet <laughs> at you every day for <laughs> for various things. I want you to pay me to read, to read live, Kit Kats, whatever. I mean, even just the cost of this coffee. But my point is that we do enough free advertising for this damn gas station on this program <laughs> that they should be absolutely paying for this. And 
to that end, if you yourself are a brand or a company that would like to have me promote a product on this show, I'm very good at it. I'll I will sell out immediately. <laughs> what is it? Whatever it is you want me to hawk, I'm here. Mattresses. A lot of podcasts do like mattresses stuff. You know what? You know? I sleep on a mattress every day. Mattresses, me undies. I know a lot of podcasts mm. do a lot of like underwear stuff. Hello Fresh. Hello is that Fresh. still a thing? Uh, it's Blue Apron, I think, oh. is the one that people use on oh, the podcast. Sorry. I know, I know. See, that's the thing. It's like if you if you'd pay us, we'd get it right. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just saying, I'm gonna keep re- reading ads for this coffee company for free. Or you can, you know, if you or someone else, you can pay us, and we'll do it. Like I'm trying to sell out. This is this podcast exists as a tool for us to, you know, totally capitulate to some corporations, you know, needs and wants. Like help me. So I two things mm-hmm. here. <laughs> Uh, yeah. One is that I regret to inform you, Eric, that Super America has been purchased by oh the larger, God. by the larger chain Speedway. Are you saying that we, we've got a new mom? We do <laughs> have a new mom. So, folks, if you Damn. are living in a state where you don't know what Super America is, well, I'm sorry for you, but if you have Speedways, we call that will also coastal work. Coastal elites. <laughs> that will also work. Second thing, Eric, since I moved. My local gas station has transformed from a Super America to, get this, Pumpin' Munch. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I went there Cut this the morning. Feed. <laughs> I went there this morning. Pumpin' Munch is now my gas station on the way to the office. It's amazing. So there you have it, folks. Just go get yourself a nice Pumpin' Munch on this a beautiful Monday. Yeah, um, the... <laughs> It's really good. Get us get us home. Give us one more. Oh, I have a couple more. Okay. Is that okay? Yes, give Is us that a okay? couple more. Okay. Um, Huga. everything is related to Huga. let's be serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I have spinning through these really quickly. One of those reading lights that hug around your neck so you don't have to like have your lamp on and like disturb your partner or even just like, you know, you can feel like you're a kid again under the covers with a flashlight, yeah. but you don't have to hold it. Right. I recently got one for my crafting, and man, has it transformed my reading experience. Hmm. So one of those. I also have um, a nice sweet treat because you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> this one is specific. <laughs> oh, my God. This one is specifically for Eric. Um, uh-huh. I just got a bunch of gelt from a Hanukkah party I went to with my family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there was a, a ton on the table. And I just like put all of it into my purse. Like I've all of a sudden become my grandmother. Yep. And I brought it home specifically for Eric. Because one thing that he always needs while we're working is a sweet treat. And yeah. you know what, folks? You too deserve that. Go to Penzi's and get that really fancy sipping chocolate. You know, buy that nice bar like bar of candy get that extra large kit kat you know go to super moms mm-hmm. like maybe maybe it's not food i don't know why it would wouldn't be but yep. like maybe it's not yep. i don't know get yourself a nice treat mm-hmm. treat yourself treat folks. yourself that's a sentence that we made up on this show yep. today it didn't at all come from a syndicated <laughs> television show um i also have let's see this is one of my favorites mm-hmm. If you're in a cold climate already, congratulations, you've done part one of this. If you're not, 
Uh, your your Glad gift. Glad accomplished something by living out here. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. your your uh the tr- what it should be is a trip to a cold climate, mm-hmm. ideally Minnesota or another place where lots of Scandinavians have settled. Mm-hmm. Don't eat the lutefisk; they're trying to mess with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have a sauna experience, or as we say it amongst my Norwegian friends, a sauna. So here's what? <sighs> here's what you do with a sauna. I hate the sauna. Do you? Please, please finish pitching me the sauna. Okay. So maybe you hate it because you haven't done it right. Possible. So what you do is you get into the sauna on a really cold day or mm-hmm. night. Ideally, this is at a lake with some sort of outdoor body of water that has been uh, safely chipped away of ice so that you won't drown. Um, but what you do is you go into the sauna and you get so, so, so warm that you can't stand it anymore. And then you either run out into the snow or you jump into the lake mm-hmm. into really, really cold. And then you go back and forth and back and forth. And by the end of it, you feel amazing. And by the end you've... of it, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen though, Eric, you've never yeah. had an ache and pain in your life. You're mm-hmm. relaxed. You feel like you're high. You're ready to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You're ready to conquer the world. I don't know what it is. I'm not Scandinavian, but it's dope. I would love a deep dive by someone into this very Scandinavian idea that, like, alternating, like, hot and cold temperatures and, like, getting, like, adequately wet in, like, a lake or a sauna or something is like, has, like, healing properties. These people love it. My parents... It feels great. If they, like, there's, like, this lake in northern Minnesota that they swear, like, like heals bones and stuff. Like, they're, <laughs> like it's crazy. Like, these people... I wouldn't it's, go that far. No, they love it though. They're like, oh no, no, you got. Well, they've been doing it since things. the Roman times. You've just got to get. You've just got to get in the water. It's like, no, no, <laughs> don't you tell me about. This anyway, is not Tuck Everlasting. I hate. I hate the sauna. Why do you hate Laura. the sauna? You don't like being sweaty. Yeah, I guess that's probably the the brunt of it. It's like, I spend so much of my life sweaty. I'm a very sweaty man. <laughs> And I don't necessarily need to, like, repeat that experience. So here's here's the thing about the sauna, right? Um, it It's not super great when you're in it, but, like, it is the best cure for a hangover you've ever had. Hmm. It is the way to get rid of any aches and pains. Mm-hmm. It is the way to get rid of a cold. Throw some eucalyptus in there. Whew, you're ready to go. I really like that we're... Just steadily transforming this podcast into like Northwoods in, podcast, yeah, like a Northwoods wellness show where we just talk about, oh, you got some aches and pains, do you? Like we're gonna we're gonna get those worked out, folks. On this hour of like the you know old time grandma's like wellness hour. Okay, so one more thing uh-huh. that we're gonna be doing in our holiday special episode, uh-huh. uh, I will be telling my favorite. Minnesota joke, and you will be able to hear my Minnesotan accent oh. even more. I can't wait for that. I'll but be like calling a bird. This is going to be a wild episode. It's going to be We've great. We've really kind of lost our minds. It yeah. feels like, but okay. Bring us so home. So, bringing us home, the last thing that you should get a bookish person mm-hmm. is a subscription to Print Run's Patreon because. <laughs> Listen. I didn't know she was going to do this. <laughs> I didn't know she was going to plug the show on the show. I'm because not mad. you're going to want to hear this Sven and Oli joke. Oh, it's a Sven and Oli joke. Actually, it's only Oli, but I, it's worth it. We sh- I'll, I didn't know it was one of those. I've got plenty of those. Oh. Nothing gets me fired up like a good Sven and Oli joke. <laughs> I've got Loon Calling Grandpa. He's loaded with those. He, we're 
Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. I'm yeah. like reinvigorated on the whole concept. <laughs> this is gonna be so perfect. sign up for Print Runs Patreon. Also, if you are on Twitter, please note that this month is Decembo, which mm-hmm. is our special editing month that happens after the National Novel Writing Month, which is November. Um, we look forward to seeing you on Patreon for our special, special episode where we can be very Scandinavian. Um, and you can hear my actual 100% not at all fake Minnesotan accent that I actually take back a couple notches Mm. for this podcast. Uh, It'll be super, super fun. And we will see you for a regular episode next week. Bye.